we might be freaks, but we know our mother phone can be in Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is the Freakbeats EDM podcast coming back again with a 98th episode, believe Whoa, it or not. 98. Yeah, we're close to 100 now. Yeah. Uh, and this is the perfect podcast for all you freaks out there. If you're a freak or you're feeling like a freak, then you know, <laughs> the place to listen. Welcome. Welcome. And on the other side of the Atlantic, I have my co-host Psykes. Hi, how's it going? From Toronto, cool. Canada right here. We're warming up. We're warming up. Warming up, he's uh, the known meme lord. This guy is <laughs> living in the subreddits oh, uh, yeah. of Reddit and he's sourcing the internet for uh, useful information and news and gossip yeah, and all this stuff. Memes. Yeah, and the dang memes. So, you came up with uh, something the other day, and I yes. think it's appropriate to discuss this. So, go all ahead. Right. Let's dig in. All yeah. right, last week. Many of the people who are fans of Port Robinson will be counting down the days until his new curated festival in California with collaborations with Golden Voice. Golden Voice is some type of production festival organization that helps, mm -hmm. uh, you know, festivals, you know, stuff like that. So uh, yeah. Porter has always been a standout artist. He not only appreciates love for his craft, but his fans as well. So Porter started following a trend that many artists are starting to do, is which is curating their own festivals. I think Odessa has one in Mexico, but there's a bunch of artists. So it seems like that's like a current trend is to curate your own festival. Uh, this is okay with me as long as it's not a huge money grab and the lineup is solid. I, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. And, and you know, Porter just announced the last, the last, um, the last person that's going to be uh, at his festival today. We'll go into that a little bit later, though. Um, anyways, that's not why we're here with the podcast today. We're here today to talk about the controversy with which Second Sky, formerly known as Multiverse Festival, had to change their, their name. So last week, to the surprise of everyone, Porter announces and promotes his video of Multiverse Festival happening in Oakland, California. Great worldly vibes. Did you watch the video, uh, Ayaz? I don't think I watched it, although I was following um, uh, his stories on Instagram. And I think I watched a couple of uh, uh, pictures that he posted there so that's how i became aware of the festival but not a video per se oh okay you should check out that video and never need buddy that uh is interested in attending this festival or going wanting to see port robinson it's a very yeah this this video has a very worldy vibe it's like a remix of Ed of the world intro and sea of voices kind of like awoken that feeling that has been laying dormant ever since i saw Porter live in 2017 with you or at abc yeah. you know bring, he brings out that type of feeling um that many artists don't uh, unfortunately, this festival is a, a little way over there, you know, in California, but yeah. I'll definitely think about going the distance. Um, the so the day it was announced came and went. The next day, there was multiple discussion about the controversy of the Multiverse Festival. Uh, apparently on Twitter and Instagram, there were people name calling Porter, calling him racist, homophobic, saying his cultural appropriation with EDM. And I was, I was shocked. Yeah, exactly. What? I was shocked. Just you know, Porter, Porter Robinson. Robinson. This Porter Robinson, the the 26 year old that's from North Carolina, you know. Um, so like anybody okay. else, break, break it down for me. So what did they accuse him of? Basically, being a racist, homophobic, his cultural appropriation of EDM. Okay, Just, explain, explain, explain yeah. the rationale. Okay. Yeah. So the the festival that uh, another festival named Multiverse is illuminated. Um, it's kind of weird. It's in the same city. Um. You know, you'd think that Porter and his team would have thought and done a research and checked to see if there was any other festivals with the same name, let alone the same city. 
Um, so the multi, yeah, the, the multiverse uh, is Illuminate Festival is like a punk rock festival that highlights inclusion of identity politics. Um, I think mainly with trans and you know um, that type of stuff. Uh, in my opinion, a lot of people are slinging rock support, you know, and using him like using it as a victim complex, claiming cultural appropriation. Porter using his white privilege. It's, it seems like a lot of nonsense to me. Um, it was obviously clearly a coincidence, but nonetheless, we have people in the Twitterverse, you know, on the on the gram, and the multiverse Illuminate camp has said that Porter is using his white privilege to bring in a concert to the same city with the same name. You know, Porter's intention intention is being construed, which which looks like extortion. Considering sorry, considering that they are demanding him to change the name, donate to the festival and to apologize well let alone apologize and change the name they're asking him to donate to the festival because of this because of what they're thinking of what Porter Robinson is and what he brings i don't think porter was to blame directly for this controversy you know the production company golden voice helping to organize the festival or his camp did a quick research i'm sure it would bring results to the festival if they didn't know knowing what type of festival uh multiverse is loon maybe they should have just thought of another name which they did after the fact so they renamed it Second Sky, which doesn't have the same impact, but I'm sure Porter's camps just wanted to move on at this point. It was taken away from what the festival is. Um, so Porter Robinson announced on this on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Porter has been revealing the lineup slowly, but surely. One of, so yeah, slowly but surely. And the last day of, of the last reveal was today. So what are your thoughts, Ayaz, after this whole controversy with Porter Robinson, after I kind of laid out the groundwork here of what happened over the last couple of days? Well, I am actually speechless, um, and there's a few reasons for that. In my mind, I always associated Porter Robinson as, and perhaps probably wrong, as, as a member of a more progressive uh, member of the society. Let's call it progressive member of the society, but let's say people who, who are pushing these sort of ideas and LGBTQ2, LGBTQ, LGBTQ right. community. I hope I got that right. Yeah. Um, and even I must say that, and I probably uh, outrage. I, I even thought he was homosexual at some stage. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know what what his like sexual preference is, but I, I think he has a girlfriend, Japanese right. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't matter to me if he was, right? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, all I care is about it his music. I, li I like his yeah. music and that's... But I thought, you know, because he showed a lot of... Obviously, his music was very sensitive and was mm -hmm. very uh, colorful. He had a kind of, yeah, a, a lot of emo. I thought, you know, he kind of, um, you know, breached that sort of... Um, areas with, with these sort of communities. And I thought right. it seemed very, very favorable for yeah. these sort of communities. And if anything, that would be the last person to think that somebody would call him a racist and a homophobic and identity politics. So first of all, I must ask you this. So you said this is a punk rock festival. So is, yeah. is it not that there's no white people there? I, I, I assume so. I don't know. I've never really looked into who attends this festival. I assume that they're just promoting, you know, the acts are, you know, from this type of community. So why are they calling him racist to start with? Because he's using his white privilege because to get into a, or to propose a festival, I guess it was already set in stone at that point, using his um, white culture or white, white privilege to, um, 
be able to use the same name as theirs to try to take over. I see, I see. So because you know, because he's more powerful, right? He's overshadowing their overshadowing. Festival. He happens to be white, and he has to pay exactly. for that. Okay, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're 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 pulling they're pulling things out of thin air that aren't really there. You know, yeah. they're trying to play the victim in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I I understand that. Why are they saying he's okay? So he's saying he's homophobic because I guess if you said that there's a lot of members of LGBT. Uh, yes, the yeah. I'm dyslexic community. Right. <laughs> uh, so he's trying to take them over and therefore shove them on the side. Okay, right. Yes, exactly. What What is the cultural appropriation bit? So cultural appropriation is the idea that EDM, well, some strings of EDM like house would came from you know gay clubs, gay yes. like black gay clubs. True. And so that they're like in the 80s and I guess some of the 90s. You know, so and Paul Robinson is associated with electronic dance music, so they're trying yeah. to um, pull a th- like a thread to connect the two. You know, so no. Paul Robinson is using electronic music, you know, as a white person, but it's he, they're saying that it's you know a black and gay culture. Jesus Christ! Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt, there's no doubt that yeah, everything started from house music. Everything started in Chicago and everything started in gay clubs with black people. There's no doubt about that. And we, everybody who listens to this music, has a huge debt to these pioneers Mm -hmm. uh, who who have, you know, started this music, pioneered this music and brought it to the outside world and made it popular. So, yes, we are hugely indebted to the black gay community who... Uh, in the adversity of, of the disco, when disco was going down, they just kept on their guns with Frankie Knuckles and they, they just evolved this sort of disco into house music and then house music evolved into what we know now as electronic dance music. I mean, mm-hmm. house music was electronic dance music. But mm-hmm. they need to remember the lyrics from Mr. Fingers, Can You Feel It?, which is actually a black musician. Go ahead. Uh, and it says, as part of the whole lyrics, it says, you may be black, you may be white, you may be Jew or Gentile. It doesn't make a difference in our house. That's right. Because everything was about unity. That the music, the house the thing, music would unite everyone. Right. These people don't listen to house music. So no. that's what I got. This is a punk rock festival, right? They're yes. just saying that, oh, because of the... Um, because it was... Like, they just did a quick Google search about electronic dance music. And where it, some of it, where it came from. And they yeah. just connected. They don't. They don't dive deeper, and you know, yeah, that's uh, and all the plural and all that stuff. Very, know, very, very, very academic connection, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, so what were the reactions on Reddit? Because you obviously have read the threads there. Yeah, no, a lot. Depending on what subreddit you go to, you get very degrees of support for Poor Robinson. If you go to Poor Robinson subreddit, they're all you know against multiverses illuminated. Poor Robinson is God. You know, mm-hmm. Poor Robinson can't do wrong. Obviously. I mean, and if you go, then you get the middle, the middle where you go to REDM, where they kind of, you know, say, hey, you know, this is this is this festival. And poor Robinson's camp should have checked. But that's, it that's doesn't, true. Nec- yeah, I it accept doesn't necessarily. That. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I completely accept that, too. Um, and poor Robinson um, is not a bigot or any of those that, that all the nonsense that we just said. You yes. know, poor Robinson is not. Um, no, definitely not. It, 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 I just had to joke about it, laugh about it, because it seems so absurd. It is. It um, does. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. But yeah, but I mean, Paul Robinson on the on Saturday or when he announced at the sky, he's like out of respect for the festival, he mm-hmm. changed the name. 
You know, yeah. and that, that total that that's what should have happened in the first place. Or not first place, but that's what should have happened, you know. And mm -hmm. it's not fair for for Robinson to be, you know, a martyr in this where he has to pay donations. I think that's like basically extorting him yes. just because they had the same it was a coincidence that they had the same name. Yeah. I mean so. uh you know, misnomers have happened all along music uh, you know, the evolution of music and dance music in particular, just very, very rapidly comes to mind um, the Chemical Brothers and they were called the Dust Brothers mm -hmm. initially and there was a, a hip-hop group I think the states called the Dust Brothers so because they were before them uh, they had to change the name and call the Chemical Brothers and yeah. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about Beastie Boys as well but um, I probably have to look this up but it doesn't matter things like that happen all the time I think it there's happens. no intention right. I mean I, I went to Instagram and I found a guy who's a hip-hop producer and he called himself Freakbeats <laughs> and I guess, how I guess, him. yeah. And I guess if well, he's actually earlier than us. And I guess if if you know if we became big, for example, you know, he could sue us for for cultural appropriation. And that's right. As you know, the oh. the name came completely, completely out. You know, like it just happened. I, I yeah, exactly. Back back then, I didn't. I wasn't even aware. I think of Instagram or never. Yeah. But the weird thing is that like the festival is in the same city, which is even yeah. It's even more a little weird because they, you know, you think that you would check at least within the same city. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just seems like very um, com like it w it was on their fault that they didn't check. It is. It, 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 it is definitely. It seems kind of silly. It is definitely mishap. Yeah. And but it would not make sense, any logical sense, and why would some? Unless, of course, he was a racist and a, a whatever. Yes. Yeah, uh, and when there to kind of destroy, you know. But I mean, the, he, the, the I mean, he changed the name at the end. Yeah. Anyways, so if he exactly. wanted to take a stance, then he would have just left it the festival as is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it just doesn't make any logical sense. I wonder what the listeners of the podcast are thinking about this whole controversy. And I think um, now that we touched upon this, I think we ought to do a proper podcast about identity politics invading dance music and what this actually yeah. means i think this requires a lot of thought and planning yes. and possibly possibly get some other guests like kid benji who's in california yeah no more perspectives are better more perspectives i mean maybe that we agree on the same uh, but the more the more voices we have i think it would be the better yeah. um so yeah um what about the lineup all right, let's not let's go through the lineup. It's it's not it's I think it's only going to be a one day festival, like about ten hours. Okay. So I mean, and he announced today the last last guy. Let's let's get into it. So uh, it was announced that the world show will be his only. So he'll be performing there. Obviously, it's his yes. fest or his festival. So yeah. the only world show of 2019 live act. Wow. So if you haven't seen Worlds yet, like you, wait, you yeah, you better make That's your way right. to California. Yeah. Um, but the the lineup is basically Porter and Friends. You know, very eclectic, not your typical EDM main stage lineup. Mm -hmm. So the lineup are as follows. No, in, not really in particular order of when they came out. We just have the whole list here. So there's Cashmere Cat. Do you know what okay. Cashmere yeah. Cat is? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a solid guy. Um, we have G. Jones with the Effable Truth. Um, Caro Caro Bonito. I'm not a big on... The, um, their type of music, but it's definitely interesting to see that they're there. I know that they, he's they're that group is friends with Paul Robinson. Mm -hmm. um, we got Chrome Sparks, very um, not, I would say indie electronic music. 
um, less less dance, but it's it's very good. Uh, oh my Anna god! Yeah. Um, they're like I, I can't remember. They do a lot of um, like not folk, but like they're a group, and they do like synthesizers and stuff like that. They're a live act. So it's um, very, also, very very diverse, isn't it? It's not yeah. so much focused into um, dance music. I, I mean, that's that's how it sounds. Yes. Yeah. I, like I like I said, not your typical EDM mainstays yeah. lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. And Anamaguchi did a remix of I think Sad Machine. Um, mm -hmm. So and that was like a uh, an official remix. Uh, yep. We got Wednesday Campanella, um, which is very uh, see like a lot of these are very eclectic. They're like very obscure DJs or producers. They're yes. some of these aren't really producers. They're just live acts. We got yeah. uh, Nina Las Vegas. She's from I think Australia. Las Vegas? Oh, was, Australia. yeah, no, I think she's Australia. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I think she just really likes Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh -huh. um, and she's friends with Poor Robinson as well, and uh, we got Poor Robinson live. And and the last but not least, our least that was released three hours ago, we have his best friend in the whole EDM world. That is Madion. Whoa! Um, yeah, I know. I, shocker, shocker, right? <laughs> Who would have thought his best friend would be performing at a, a curated um, Poor Robinson festival? We haven't seen them together since Shelter Tour, right? And Madion's been in hiding ever since 2015 for his own music. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't released his, a single by himself, a solo single, since 2015. Mm -hmm. So I think Madion must be on his way with his new album, surely, and I'm hoping. Although, um, though, he, he was playing some stuff in EDC 17, right? Main stage? Yeah, but I don't fully remember if there's anything that stood out. I know he's, over the past like year, he's had one ID. That's got released. It might have been the same one from EDC, but yeah, I don't, there hasn't been anything that's been released officially, or he hasn't no. even said anything, which is yeah. even more strange. So um, yes, so, he's he's hoping to that. I'm. I think. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody is. I think for me in particular, I'm looking forward more to his set than I am to poor Romson's set. I mean, I've seen it twice already. The live. I mean, it's fantastic, but I just I just need more. I need more. Unless he's going to do more for me in terms of new stuff at the festival but that I, remains to be seen i have a question yes will virtual self be there no oh that's no it. seriously that's it. that's it oh my god so that means anywhere else that porter robinson is going to be um playing in this and he's in your you know area or doing a festival in your area all those sets are all going to be either porter robinson dj sets or virtual self sets. So keep that in mind when you think about going to see Paul Robinson in, at your local festival or any of the festivals, really. Because this is the only world live set that you'll be seeing this year. And I um, think he's, he's it's kind of like putting a rest to the worlds. You know, this album came out in 2015. Yeah. Most of us, a, or 2014, sorry, 2014. 14, yes. Most of us have heard at least the album, let alone seen his live acts. You know, it's time. It's time. You know? It's time, it's time to put it on the back. Exactly. I mean, it's great. I mean, I can't argue. I, you know, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. And that live show is one of my favorites. But I think it's it's time to move on. Now. Yes, yeah. I, I think I've uh, come to terms with it. You know. Fair enough. I mean, <clears throat> do you do you exclude the possibility of him playing any new Porter Robinson material? <sighs> new. I don't know, just because he said it's Porter, Porter Robinson live and it's his last live of 2019 of yes. Worlds, I don't think he'll do new. 
Yeah, I just don't. I, to be honest with you, unfortunately for the, a lot of people, I mean, unfortunately and fortunately, I mean, it's a great set. So even if you've seen it, I'm sure you'll like it again, as I know I did. And you know, yeah, I, I but I, everybody else, I think, is wanting more. You know, yes. he's done the same live set for the past five years. Yes. You know, we 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 want something different, and that that yeah, that's not just me as a fan of Port Robinson. I think that's all, everybody who you know likes electronic music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. Uh, I think your time spending on uh, Reddit has been worth it, and, <laughs> and, and you finally uncovered a, a story worth uh, its salt. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely. Because also the thing is that electronic dance music doesn't have a lot of controversy or drama. At least not a, a lot of it. And when when something happens in the community, it it does you know shed light of you know it's 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 interesting topic to discuss about because there yeah. isn't a lot of this in EDM. Because yeah. of how inclusive it is. True, true. And yeah. we, we have to do, as I said, a separate podcast. And we have yeah. to prepare one. Right, so this is Ice23. This is the uh, 98th episode of the podcast. Stay tuned with the miniseries where we reveal the uh, lineups or we preview the lineups for this year's uh, major festivals. We've already done Ultra and EDC. Yeah. You can find this podcast uh, in All the last day. one or two weeks. Yeah, and there's a few more festivals coming. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, Psyches from Toronto, Canada. Hoping it, hoping the new weather turning around the corner right now. Uh, okay. See ya. Bye.